This is Hungry for Health, the podcast that gives you the bite-sized strategies you need to nourish yourself from the inside out. You're craving a way to support your health without suffering through the diet drama, guilt, or hunger that often comes with it. I'm Megan Tomlinson, certified holistic health coach and owner of Well With Megan, a nutrition coaching company that guides clients to create a lifestyle around healthy eating because diets and deprivation don't last. Hungry for Health is an extension of just that. Each episode dishes out tactical tools with a side of science aimed to empower you to look, feel, and live your best. Small shifts in the way you think, eat, and move will change your life for the long term. Get ready to balance your body and put the positive on your plate. Is this thing on? What's up, guys? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode one of Hungry for Health. I just want to start by saying thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. I do not take that responsibility lightly. And my promise to you is to make sure that you walk away after every single episode with tangible tools to be able to improve your health. So I am so excited to dive in. My name is Megan Tomlinson. I am a certified holistic health coach, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I love food. That's why I named this hungry for health. I was one of those people who was just always thinking about food. I was always hungry, and if you asked me to eat, the answer would always be yes. Maybe you're the same way. Food is amazing, right? But we live in such a black and white mindset where we feel like we can either enjoy food or we can prioritize our health, and it feels like this all or nothing thinking where we feel like we can't do both, but I'm here to show you exactly how you can. It is possible to be hungry for health. And what that means to me is you're pursuing nutrition and you're pursuing, um, the, you're pursuing the strategies to look and feel your best without giving up all the things you love. And if food is one of them, then you are in the right place. I am here for you. Um, this is what this is all about. I help, I like to say foodies, um, look and feel their best without the drama of dieting or deprivation. Maybe you've tried a diet in the past. Maybe you've tried restricting foods, but I don't know about you. It never seems to last. And in fact, the science is out there to prove it. It's actually been shown that 95% of diets fail. And I, in my heart of hearts, believe that it's because people get hungry. They find themselves eating way too little and working out way too much that they just are hungry all the time. They battle constant cravings and it is just not sustainable. And I am on a mission to show you how to do the opposite of that, how to love foods that love you back. So if we dial it back to the root cause of hunger, I think there's a very important question you probably want answered, and it's, why am I so hungry all the time? At least that's what I would ask myself. You know, there's people out there that just don't think about food, or they can have one bite of something and magically put the rest of the bag back, and 
I'm not one of those. Maybe you're not either. And it's important that we know what is happening in our body. So many times clients come to me just completely torn down um, mentally and in their confidence because they feel like they lack something called willpower or self-control. And that's exactly what drove me to try every diet on the market before I studied nutrition. I was just so hungry and I thought it was my fault. And today I want to relieve you of that. I do not want you feeling bad for having cravings or for feeling like you can't stick to something because there is something going on inside of your body that is in your control, but unless you know about it, you don't know how to handle it. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is why are you hungry all the time? What's going on inside your body and what can you do to control it? So that way, when you do want to prioritize your health, which is hopefully now, it's going to feel a lot easier because you aren't going to have to use willpower to do it. And it is just a beautiful thing. So let's dive in. Why are you hungry all the time? I believe that there are four reasons for you feeling this way. And like I said, I am big into educating. I am big into the science of nutrition. So we are going to dive in to some of those topics today. And the reason being is because I truly find that when my clients actually learn what's going on in their body and just the simple awareness of it, it opens so many doors to let guilt go to the wayside and you can then become an empowered eater. You're empowered with the knowledge to know exactly what your body does need to look and feel its best. And so you're no longer throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks, but you know exactly what is going to make you feel your best. And when you can do that consistently, you're going to see so much progress. You're going to see results and that's what creates momentum. And that's exactly what creates sustainability in this. And it's, it's the fact that it doesn't require willpower. So it feels really Doable. So I'm excited to jump in. Um, the first and most popular reason I see across the board of why most people are hungry, and it sounds silly even saying it because it's like, duh, but it's because you're not eating enough. And the root of that, I believe, is this whole notion of calories in, calories out that we've all been taught. It's been drilled into our brains since the beginning of time. And there's a reason for it, and I'm going to spill the truth on it, and it's going to sort of upset you because it's kind of, honestly, it's downright despicable of how it became so mainstream, but here's, here's why. Um, you know, it's, it's simple mechanics if you think about it. Yes, as long as you're expending more energy than you're taking in, you're obviously going to lose weight. Seems really simple seems almost too simple. And that's because it is. Um, so we'll get that into that in a second of why, why that isn't the full picture, why it doesn't give us the full picture. Um, but let's get to the root of how this messaging even came to be. And it all started happening with the food industry. So as the food industry became more industrialized and our society became more prone to buying um, convenient products, right? The food industry recognized that and they started making cheap ingredients that were easy to 
put in your mouth, right? We're all about convenience. And as a way to make sure that you are not being unhealthy, quote unquote, air quotes there, they started subliminally giving this message of, oh, you can eat this, but everything in moderation. And what that did is it took the responsibility off of them and put it on the consumer. So we're going to make these delicious, almost always addictive products, but it's your job to make sure that you eat them in moderation and that you exercise enough to be able to burn it off. I remember in grade school, we had a jump roping competition and it was sponsored by Coca-Cola. So just think about that. And we just thought it was normal. No one, no one said anything about it. No one even questioned it. It was just the normal. But if we go back to that, it's what is the underlying motive there? And so I think that's just a little background in my two cents on how we even got to this place where calories in, calories out became so normal and so ingrained to our brains um, that we are just programmed to think that we need to eat less and that we need more willpower and we need more self-control. When in reality, it's the foods that are being fed to us, the foods that are surrounding us all the time that make it nearly impossible. When it comes to exercise, you know, the calories out portion, back in the caveman days, if you were going to eat something, you had to go hunt it. We no longer have to do that. It's at our fingertips. I can head into Instant Cart. I can head into DoorDash and have food delivered to me within minutes without even leaving my seat. And so our food choices have not kept up with the lifestyle changes that are taking place in our society. We are more sedentary than ever, but we also have more food around us than ever. And it's not your fault. And there's no way that we're going to be able to change this. And so we do have to accept it, but you need to be aware of it. And understand that it's your responsibility to take your health into your own hands because no one else is going to do it for you. (laughs) So reason number one, you're eating too little. What happens when you eat too little is your metabolism basically adjusts. So our body has hormones inside of us that their sole role is to keep us alive. They're survival mechanisms. And when we go periods of time without eating, our hormones kick in, our body is so smart and it starts storing more energy because it knows it's not going to have an intake of any. So if you do this over time, you know, a one month diet, a two month, three month, heck, even for years, your metabolism is going to adjust. And just because your metabolism adjusts doesn't mean that your hunger signals are going to. So you may be eating so little, but your hunger is still going up. And this is a problem because our bodies are wired to survive. And another survival mechanism is going to kick in. And that's your hunger hormones. They are going to be screaming to your brain, feed me, feed me, feed me. And no matter how much willpower you have, no matter how much self-control you practice, you cannot outwill your biology. And eventually your body is going to shut down, give in, and you are going to have to eat more. 
But sadly, what happens is we tend to eat more in one sitting, right? We've deprived all this time and then the floodgates seem to open and we just eat as much as possible. And what happens then is we feel bad, we feel guilty, we feel like we need to punish ourselves and we go back to eating very little again. And it creates this vicious cycle. It's the restrict binge cycle. And the sad thing is, no matter how long you do that, it's never going to solve your problem. It's never going to turn off your hunger. And we now know that if we can manage our hunger, we can manage our health. The second reason is maybe you are eating enough, but maybe you're not eating the right balance of nutrients. So everything that you eat, it breaks down in your body in different ways, depending on the nutrients that it does. There are some nutrients that actually turn off hunger. And there are others that temporarily make you feel good by giving you a quick hit of energy, but that quick hit resolves in a big drop. And then you find yourself tired, lethargic, almost shaky and hangry, and then you have to eat again. And the difference is, some satiating nutrients like protein and fat, they're going to digest slowly and they're going to make your meal last so you're not hungry shortly after. Where things like uh, refined carbohydrates and starchy carbohydrates and sugar, they break down into glucose and when they're not wrapped in protein, fat, and fiber, they're going to absorb rapidly. And what that means for you is your blood sugar is going to spike. You're going to feel really high and energized for a little bit but then it's going to spike or then it's going to crash back down. And that's when you experience those feelings of ravenous onset hunger. It's like, I need food now, or I'm going to rip someone's head off. Have we all been there? Just me? Maybe? Okay. Um, So balance is really important. And so I see so many people eating healthily, right? They're eating healthy foods. What'd you have for breakfast? Oatmeal. What'd you have for lunch? I had turkey on whole grain bread. What'd you have for dinner? I had a quinoa bowl with chickpeas and sweet potatoes. Those all sound like wonderfully healthy things, right? But the problem is, is that when they're not eaten in a good combination with other things that are going to slow its absorption and balance that blood sugar, you're going to feel hungry. The third reason kind of connects back to the first one. But once again, we've all been told that as long as you work out, you can eat whatever you want. But did you know that your workout could actually be making you even hungrier? You may be working out too much or even too intensely. So something I've been exploring lately is more gentle exercise, more gentle forms, and working out in a way that syncs with my biological rhythm and my biological cycle. And we can definitely talk about this on another episode. I'm so excited to nerd out on this, especially for our women. Um, But working out too much can make you hungrier. If you're expending too much energy and not bringing in enough, sure, you're going to lose weight, but you're going to be really freaking hungry. And you're going to be really miserable. And you know what that means? You're not going to be able to maintain it. 
So we want to make sure that we find the right balance of gentle exercise that's supportive of our metabolic health, that actually does reduce our stress. It should not cause more stress, and it should actually leave you feeling more energized, not drained. But I think just in our society of this black and white thinking of eat less, work out more, that means, oh, if I work out not just more, but more intensely, then I'm going to reach my goals. And yeah, it works in the short term because you're burning a lot. But we are after maintenance and sustainability and lasting a lifetime here at Hungry for Health Podcast. What is the point of doing something if it's not going to last? The fourth and final reason you might be feeling hungry all the time is, honestly, you may not actually be physically hungry, but what you're battling is cravings. And this comes back to the quality of your food. If we think about the food industry, what do they want? They want to make money, right? So in order to make more money, they need you to eat more of their foods. And for you to eat more of their foods, they need you to really, really like them, almost be addicted to them. And so they actually design their products, not with chefs, but with scientists. They use scientists to find something called the bliss point. It's where that potato chip is the perfect crunch and the perfect amount of salty that they know you won't be able to eat just one. In fact, I think that's the slogan of Lay's, isn't it? You won't be able to eat just one, something like that. So it's like, hello, red flag. They're trying to rope us in. So what happens is, A, when you eat things like that, your body actually releases a hit of dopamine, right? The same drug that gets people addicted to, I'm sorry, the same hormone that gets people addicted to drugs and alcohol and all sorts of other things. And when it comes to food, you may just be craving those things. You could also be on that blood sugar roller coaster where you just experienced a high and you come crashing down. And once again, your body is so smart. It knows that things like refined carbohydrates, sugar, and processed carbs are the fastest absorbing nutrient. Actually, I shouldn't even say nutrient. They're the fastest absorbing ingredient to get energy into your bloodstream. So when you're crashing and craving, you're not going to be craving a salmon filet and salad and broccoli because that's going to absorb slowly and give you long-lasting energy. No, no, no. Your body wants that quick hit because it is in survival mode. And it's going to send a signal to your brain that says, give me sugar and give it to me now. And so you're battling these cravings without even knowing why. But friend, it is not your fault. What you need to do is understand the biology and the biochemistry and the biomechanics of how food breaks down in your body. And once you do that, you can learn how to best support your health. You don't have to cut out these foods completely, but instead you learn how to enjoy them in the healthiest way possible. You learn how to eat chips without it causing the blood sugar roller coaster. You learn how to enjoy birthday cake without it causing you to eat the rest of it the next night and the night after that. You learn how to have a cookie and not eat the whole bag. 
So let's go back to the beginning. It is possible for you to be that person who can have one cookie and put the rest back. You just have to have the right tools in place. And as we explore all sorts of topics through each and every episode here on Hungry for Health, I hope to supply you with those tools so that you can get closer and closer to your optimal best self, where you look your best, you feel your best, and you're able to live your best because you know exactly what your body needs. And you don't have to eat less, and you don't have to work out more, and you don't have to cut out all of the foods you love. Each week, I'll leave you with some homework for your health. A tiny tool or takeaway that you can sink your teeth into so you can start taking action. This week, start practicing some more awareness around your hunger. Could it be for one of the four reasons we talked about in today's podcast? Is it actual hunger or is it just a craving? The easiest way to tell is that actual hunger can be satisfied by just about anything. But a craving is for something super specific. This simple awareness is going to be so helpful on your journey to becoming an empowered eater. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hungry for Health with Megan Tomlinson. Are you hungry for more? Follow me on social media at WellWithMegan. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can keep putting the positive on your plate. If you love Hungry for Health, it means the world if you leave a rating and review on your podcast platform. Until next time, I hope you have a happy and healthy week. Hungry for Health podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or qualified practitioner on all matters regarding your well-being or any opinions expressed within this podcast.